Welcome to the Madison Lure Podcast. Today is Monday, September 11th, 2023. Today we're going to recap yesterday's week one NFL games. Look ahead to tonight's Monday night game. We have the college football from the weekend to go over to MLB, FIBA, WNBA, tennis, NASCAR, um, Mass Singer season preview, um, news and notes, and best bet. We'll start the NFL. Um, we will go over the results from week one and look ahead to the Monday night game for tonight. Ravens over the Texans, 25-9. Baltimore 1-0, Texans 0-1. Lamar Jackson, 17-22, 169 yards and a pick. 6 for 38 on the ground. CJ Stroud, 28-44, 242 yards. Browns over the Bengals, 24-3. The Browns. 1-0, Cincinnati 0-1. Deshaun Watson, 16-29, 154 yards, a touchdown and a pick. Joe Burrow, 14-31, 82 yards. He was terrible coming off that injury. Bucks over the Vikings, 20-17. Bucks 1-0, Minnesota 0-1. Baker Mayfield was okay, 21-34, 173 yards, two touchdowns. Kirk Cousins, 33-44, 344 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Fantasy numbers, but not um, reality. Um... Saints over the Titans, 16-15. Saints 1-0, Titans 0-1. Derek Carr, 23-33, 305 yards, a touchdown on the pick. He was okay. Ryan Tannehill, meanwhile, wasn't very good. 16-34, yards, and three picks. Falcons over the Panthers, 24-10. Falcons 1-0, Panthers 0-1. Desmond Ritter, 15-18, yards, and a touchdown. Bryce Young, 20-38, 146 yards, a touchdown, and two picks. Jaguars over to Colts, 31-21. So the Jaguars covered at the end. They're 1-0. Colts 0-1. Trevor Lawrence, 24-32. 241. Two touchdowns and a pick. Anthony Richardson, 24-37. 223 yards. A touchdown and a pick. 10 for 40 on the ground with a touchdown. So Anthony Richardson was okay in his debut. Best rookie quarterback. Um, in that debut. Um. 49ers over the Steelers, 30-7. 49ers absolutely dominant. They're 1-0. Pittsburgh, 0-1. Um, Brock Purdy, 19-20, 220 yards and two touchdowns. Kenny Pickett, 31-46, 232 yards, a touchdown and two picks. He was not very good. Commanders over the Cardinals, 20-16. The Commanders, 1-0. Arizona's 0-1. Sam Howell, 19-31, 202 yards, a touchdown and a pick. Josh Dobbs, 21-30, 132 yards. Um... Raiders upset the Broncos 17-16. Vegas 1-0. Denver 0-1. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, 20 of 26, 200 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Russell Wilson, 27 of 34, 177 yards and two touchdowns. Dolphins beat the Chargers 36-34 in probably the most entertaining game of the day. Miami 1-0. Chargers 0-1. Um, Tua Tungavaloa, 28 of 45, 466 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. Justin Herbert, 23 of 33, 228 yards, and a touchdown. Eagles over to Patriots, 25-20. Philly, 1-0. New England, 0-1. Jalen Hurts, 22 of 33, 170 yards, and a touchdown. Mac Jones was very good, I thought. 35 of 54, 316 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. Packers over to Bears, 38-20. Packers, 1-0. Chicago, 0-1. Jordan Love, pretty good in his debut. 15 of 27, 245 yards, three touchdowns. Justin Fields, 24 of 37, 216 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. The Rams over to Seahawks, 30 to 13. The Rams, 1 0, Seahawks, 0 1. 
the Rams. Uh, Matt Stafford played well, 24 of 38, 334 yards, and Geno Smith was terrible. 16 of 26, 112 yards, and a touchdown. He, to me, was not very good. And probably the most um, lopsided and flop of a game of the day, the Cowboys over the Giants, 40 to zip on Sunday Night Football. Cowboys want to know. New York, 0-1. Oh, um, Dak Prescott, 13 of 24, 143 yards. He didn't have to do much. Daniel Jones was horrendous. 15 of 28, 104 yards and two picks. He was probably the worst quarterback of the day, although Burrow had worse numbers. At least the Bengals put up a field goal, and plus Burrow was coming off an injury. Him and Jones and Kenny Pickett, to me, were the two worst quarterbacks of the day. Geno Smith was not very good either. He was awful in losing to the Rams. Um, and then tomorrow night, a very highly anticipated game, the debut of Aaron Rodgers with the New York Football Jets as they host the Buffalo Bills. Joe Buck, Troy Aikman on the call. I project the Jets by one total of 41 and two fits. And FanDuel has this at Bills by two total of 45 and a half. So I have a three-point edge on the Jets. And I have a over four-point edge on the under. So I'm going to go with the under for the game, for the podcast pick. But for a straight-up pick, I'm going to go with the Jets because of the uh, the narrative and the fact that I think the Bills are a little overrated. So I'm going to go with the Jets plus the 2 and plus 108 as, like, on the side. But the podcast pick is going to be the under. Now let's move on to college um, Some very interesting results talk about from the weekend and to the games or just kidding we don't have any games tomorrow um so friday indiana over indiana state 41 7 kansas over illinois 34 23 so friday's best bet was a winner saturday wake over vandy 36 20 number one georgia over ball state 45 3 Number five, Ohio State over Youngstown State, 35 7. Number seven, Penn State over Delaware, 63 7. Number 10, Notre Dame over NC State, 45 24. Number 12, Utah over Baylor, 2013. Number 15, Kansas State over Trey, 42 13. Number 22, Colorado over Nebraska, 36 14. Army over Delaware State, 57 nothing. Purdue over Virginia Tech, 24 17. BC over Holy Cross, 31 28. James Madison over Virginia, 36 35. Georgia Tech over SC State, 48 13. Central Michigan, over New Hampshire, 45-42. Bowling Green over East Illinois, 38-15. Number 25, Clemson over Charleston Southern, 66-17. Kentucky over Eastern Kentucky, 28-17. BYU over Southern Utah, 41-16. Number 2, Michigan over Illinois, 35-7. Number 20, Ole Miss over number 24, Tulane, 37-20. Miami upsets number 23, Texas A&M, 48-33. Iowa over Iowa State, 2013. Michigan State over Richmond, 45-14. Northwestern over Utah, 38-7. Syracuse over Western Michigan, 48-7. Miami of Ohio over UMass, 41-28. UTSA over Texas State, 20-13. Navy over Wagner, 24-zip. Southern Illinois upsets Northern Illinois, 14-11. Toledo destroys Texas Southern, 71-3. Arkansas over Kansas State, or Kent State, my bad, 28-6. Marshall over ECU, 31-13. San Jose State over Cal Poly, 59-3. Wyoming over Portland State, 31-17. Number 8, Washington over Tulsa, 43-10. Number 9, Tennessee over Austin Peay, 30-13. South Alabama over Southeast Louisiana, 
35-17. Number 17, North Carolina over App State, 40-34 in double overtime. Number 18, Oklahoma over SMU, 28-11. Number 21, Duke over Lafayette, 42-7. Liberty over New Mexico State, 33-17. West Virginia over Duquesne, 56-17. Georgia Southern over UAB, 49-35. Ohio over FAU, 17-10. Old Dominion over Louisiana, 38-31. Akron over Morgan State, 24-21. Fordham over Buffalo, 40-37. FIU over North Texas, 46-39. Cincinnati over Pitt, 27-21. Number 11, Texas upsets number 3, Alabama, 34-24. Number 13, Oregon over Texas Tech, 38-30. Coastal Carolina over Jacksonville State, 30-16. Georgia State over UConn, 35-14. North, uh, Louisiana Tech over Northwestern State, 51-21. Missouri over Middle Tennessee, 23-19. Western Kentucky over Houston Christian, 52-22. UCF over Boise State, 18-16. Rice over Houston, 43-41 in double overtime. South Florida over Florida A&M, 38-24. Memphis over Arkansas State, 37-3. Idaho over Nevada, 33-6. Number 14, LSU over Grambling, 72-10. Wazoo over number 19, Wisconsin, 31-22. Florida over McNeese, 49-7. Maryland over Charlotte, 38-20. Minnesota over Eastern Michigan, 25-6. Mississippi State over Arizona, 31-24 in overtime. Rutgers over Temple, 36-7. South Carolina over Furman, 47-21. UCLA over San Diego State, 35-10. Air Force over Sam Houston, 13-3. TC over Nichols, 41-6. Yale Monroe over Lamar, 24-14. New Mexico over Tennessee Tech, 56-10. Utah State over Idaho State, 78-28. Number 4, Florida State over Southern Miss, 66-13. Number 16, Oregon State over UC Davis, 55-7. Fresno State over Eastern Washington, 34-31 in double overtime. Number 6, USC over Stanford, 56-10. Auburn over Cal, 14-10. Oklahoma State over Arizona State, 27-15. And Hawaii over Albany, 31-20. All right, now we move on to baseball we will go over the results from the weekend and look ahead to today's slate which should be smaller friday d-backs over to cubs 1-0 white Sox over to tigers 6-0 rays over to mariners 7-4 cards over to reds 9-4 dodgers over to nats 8-5 um Marlins over the Phillies, 3-2. Brewers over the Yanks, 8-2. Blue Jays over the Royals, 5-4. O's over the Red Sox, 11-2. Braves over the Pirates, 8-2. A's over the Rangers, 6-3. Twins over the Mets, 5-2. Padres over the Astros, 11-2. Guardians over the Angels, 6-3. Giants over the Rockies, 9-8. Saturday. Twins over the Mets, 8-4. Uh, Brewers over the Yanks, 9-2. D-backs over the Cubs, 3-2-10. and 10. Jays over the Royals, 5-1. Nats over the Dodgers, 7-6-11. Rays over the Mariners, 7-5. O's over the Red Sox, 13-12. Phils over the Marlins, 8-4. Tigers over the White Sox, 3-1. Cards over the Reds, 4-3. Rangers over the A's, 3-2. Astros over the Padres, 7-5. Pirates over the Braves, 8-4. Rockies lose to the Giants, 9-1. Angels over the Guardians, 6-2. And then, um, yesterday, um, Marlins over the Phillips, 5-4. Yanks over the Brewers, 4-3-13 on a walk-off double by Kyle Higgisioka after the Brewers are no-hitting the Yankees through 11. And then the Yankees got going a little bit and ended up winning the game. Um, Tigers over the White Sox, 3-2. Rays over the Mariners, 6-3. Red Sox over the O, 7-3. Dodgers over the Nat, 7-3. Braves over the Pirates, 5-2. Jays over the Royals, 5-2. Reds over the Cards, 7-1. Mets over the Twins, 2-0. 
Astros over to Padres, 12-2. Cubs over to D-backs, 5-2. Rangers over to A's, 9-4. Angels over to Guardians, 2-1. And the Giants over to Rockies, 6-3 on Sunday Night Baseball. All right, today's games. Um, we have a day game on a Monday. It's a doubleheader game one makeup game from June 21st between the Braves and the Phillies from Philadelphia. Charlie Moore and, and Taiwan Walker. Um, Braves minus 140. Phils plus 120. Over under 9.5. Overs minus 115. Unders minus 105. Braves minus 1.5 is plus 110. Phils plus 1.5 is minus 132. Um, tough one, but I like the under, but I don't feel good about it. 6.30 cards O's. Dakota Hudson and John Means. We haven't heard John Means' name in a long time. Remember him? He was the ace of the O staff. Then he got Tommy John surgery, and they've had all this success without him. So low-key a Ewing theory while he was out. But not like um, it was like Bryce Harper leaving and the Nats winning the World Series. Probably Ewing theory, but it was weird in terms of like how they were better when he got hurt. It's not his fault. But it's just something to uh, point out. But it it's weird because FanDuel saying it's Dean Kremer. The O's are minus 162. The cards are plus 136. Over on their 9. Over is minus 115. Under is minus 105. Cards plus 1 half is minus 150. O's minus 1 half is plus 125. Um, I like the over in that game. Nats Pirates. Patrick Corbin CBD. The game's not posted yet. Um, Subletter game two, Braves Phillies. CBD and Michael Lorenzen. I think they split those two teams. Rangers Jays. Dave Dunning and Chris Bassett now in the 7 o'clock window. Jays minus 146. Rangers plus 124. Over under 9. Overs minus 104. Unders minus 118. Rangers plus one half is minus one seventy six. Jays minus one half is plus one forty six. I like the under. Yankees Red Sox. Clark Schmidt and Cutter Crawford. Red Sox are favored minus one forty six. Yanks are plus one eight. Over under ten. Overs minus one two. Others minus one twenty. Yanks plus one half is minus one eighty first. Sox minus one half is plus one fifty two. Um, I am going under four and a half. Yankee runs minus one six. They haven't hit Cutter Crawford this year, let alone any mediocre pitcher. Um, D-backs Mets. Zach Davies and Jose Quintana. Mets minus 142. D-backs plus 120. Over under 9. Over is minus 105. Under is minus 115. D-backs plus 1 half is minus 166. Mets minus 1 half is plus 138. Um, I'm going to Diamondbacks plus 120. Even though Davies has been terrible. So, Royals-White Sox, 7.30. Brady Singer, Dylan Cease. Um, I don't see the odds up for that game. But if the total's less than 10, give me the over. Marlins-Brewers. Interesting game. Jesus Lizardo, Brandon Woodruff. Brewers minus 164, Marlins plus 138, over under 7.5, overs minus 105, unders minus 115. Marlins plus 1.5 is minus 160, Brewers minus 1.5 is plus 132. That was a brutal loss for the Brewers today, or yesterday, I'm sorry, against the Yankees. Um, Should have won, 
they didn't deserve to lose that game at all. Um, but I like the over. I think their offense showed a lot over the weekend against the Yanks. Um, Rays twins, Tyler Glass now and Sonny Gray. Rays minus 126, twins plus 18, over under 7.5, overs minus 118, unders minus 104. Rays minus 1.5 is plus 132, twins plus 1.5 is minus 160, um, under. Sonny Gray's been really good on Minnesota this year. Um, Astros A's at 8 from Houston, Mason Miller and Framber Valdez. Um, Astros by 300, A's plus 245, over under 8, overs minus 118, unders minus 104. A's plus one half is plus one ten. Astros minus one half is minus one thirty two. I'm going full game over. Astros can do it by themselves. I don't trust Oakland's pitcher to um, keep them in check. I like the over, even though Mason Miller's been pretty good so far. Eight thirty Cubs Rockies. Jordan Wicks and Kyle Freeland. Cubs minus one eighty. Rockies plus one fifty two over under eleven. Overs minus one fifteen. Unders minus one five. Cubs minus one half is minus one three. Rockies plus one half is plus one five. The under and the Cubs run line are intriguing. Usually it's like an auto under. But the Cubs have been scoring a lot of runs. I'm going to lay it with the Cubs on the run line. Good bounce back spot for them at the Rockies. 930, Angels Mariners. Reed Detmers and Logan Gilbert. Mariners minus 225. Angels plus 188. Over under 7.5. Minus 10 each way. Ace plus 1 half. Or Angels plus one half is minus one twenty. Mariners minus one half is even money. I'm going Mariners run line too. I'm going to start doing run lines a lot now that uh, um, we know who's trying and who's not trying. Um, Guardians Giants at nine forty five. Um, Gavin Williams and Alex Cobb. Not a bad matchup there. Um. Giants minus 144. Guardians plus 122 over under 7.5. Minus 10 each way. Guardians plus 1.5 is minus 162. Giants minus 1.5 is plus 134. Um, I like the under. And last but not least, 10 o'clock Padres Dodgers. Um, Pedro Vila and Gavin Stone. Um, all this is locked for betting for some reason. But if the total is less than 9, give me the over. Over the weekend, we'll go over all games from Friday to Sunday. So, seventh place game, Slovenia over Italy, 89-85. Fifth place game, Latvia over Lithuania, 98-63. And that was Saturday, actually. And then Friday, semifinals, um, Serbia over Canada, 95-86. And Germany over the U.S., 113-111. So... Two monster upsets in the semifinals, which led us to um, yesterday. Um, so, third place came Canada over the U.S., 127 to 118 in overtime in what we thought was going to be the title game. So, Canada gets the bronze. And then the FIBA World Cup final, Germany over Serbia, 83-77, as Germany gets the gold. And Dennis Schroeder is your tournament MVP. So, congrats to Germany. And the big takeaway from this tournament is that U.S. is no longer the dominant force it once was because there's a ton of talent 
in the other countries now. Now move on to the WNBA from the weekend. Um, today was the last day of the regular season. Um, I think the playoffs start next week. So first round begins Wednesday. So maybe we'll try to hit up Jeff Maglicetti and see if we can get him on for Tuesday afternoon to preview the playoffs with us because we haven't had him on in a while. And we can use a guest. Um, so Friday, Sun. Over to Fever, 76-59. Dream over to Mystics, 80-75. Sky over to Lynx, 92-87. Wings over to Storm, 106-91. Aces over to Mercury, 94-73. And then Sunday, Mystics over to Liberty, 90-88. Wings over to Dream, 94-77. Sky over to Sun, 102-91 in overtime. Fever over to Lynx, 87-72. Aces over to Mercury, 185. And the Sparks over to Storm, 91-89. And then your final standings. So with home court advantage... You have the Aces at 34 and 6. Coming in second, the New York Liberty at 32 and 8. 30th, Connecticut at 27 and 13. Fourth, the Dallas 22 and 18. Fifth, seeds Atlanta 19 and 21. Minnesota's sixth, 19 and 21. Seventh, Washington 19 and 21. And eighth, Chicago 18 and 22. And then your lottery teams, LA at 17 and 23. Indiana at 13 and 27. Seattle at 11 29. And Phoenix at 9 and 31. So, um, three sub 500. Or no, four sub five hundred teams in the postseason, and then one team that was sub five hundred was a game back. So, um, playoffs begin Wednesday. We'll do the picks Tuesday. Maybe we'll do them with uh, Jeff Mags. Now we move on to the U.S. Open. Um, it was an exciting finish to the tournament. We'll start at the men's semifinals. Three seed Daniil Medvedev over one seed. Carlos Alcaraz in four sets and two seed Novak Djokovic over Ben Shelton in three sets. Your women's final six seed Coco Goff defeats two seed Arena Sablenka in three sets. So congrats to Coco Goff. That was awesome. So happy for her. She's earned that. And then um on Sunday, two seed Novak Djokovic over three three seed Daniil Medvedev in Straight set, so congrats to Novak Djokovic. He deserves it, and he's the best tennis player on planet Earth, hands down. And great bounce back for him after losing the last tennis tournament. So Novak Djokovic and Coco Gauff are your uh, your champions for the U.S. Open. Okay, now move on to NASCAR. Uh, we'll go over the weekend's results. We will start with trucks. Um, just notice that the trucks race Thursday this week. So got to remind ourselves to do NASCAR on the Thursday podcast. Rarity, but got to remember that. All right, so the Kansas Lottery 200, your winner was Christian X. Second, Tanner Gray. Third, Matt Dimitato. Fourth, Corey Heim. Fifth, Zane Smith. Sixth, Carson Osmar. Seventh, Stuart Friesen. Eighth, Nick Sanchez. Ninth, Tanner Ankrum. 10th, Jake Drew, the rest, Jake Garcia, Raja Carruth, Jesse Love, um, Chase Purdy, um, Dean Thompson, Jack Wood, Grant Effinger, Ty Majeski, Colby Howard, Brett Holmes, Bailey Curley, Lawless Allen, Daniel Dye, Timmy Hill, Ben Rhodes, Tanner Gregg, Caden Honeycutt. Chase Janes, 
Justin Carroll, Haley Deegan, Spencer Boyd, Greg Van Ols, Matt Crafton, Jennifer Joe Cobb, Mason Maggio, and Spencer Davis. Xfinity from Kansas. Your winner, John Hunter Nemechek. Second, Brandon Jones, who was my pick to win the race. Third, Sheldon Creed. Fourth, Parker Kligerman. Fifth, Austin Hill. Sixth, Josh Berry. Seventh, Brian Moffat. Eighth, Derek Krause. Ninth, Joe Graff Jr. Tenth, Kaz Growler. The rest, Parker Retzloff, Jeb Burton, Josh Williams, Connor Mozak, Jeremy Clements, Mason Massey, Brian Ellis, Justin Alger, Matt Mills, Kyle Sieg, Dawson Cram, C.J. McLaughlin, Riley Herbst, Joey Gase, Garrett Smithley, Leyland Honeyman, Anthony Nofredo, Brennan Poole, Raja Carruth, Ryan Sieg, um, Nick Leitz, Chandler Smith, Blaine Perkins, Daniel Hemrick, Sammy Smith, Cole Custer, Sam Meyer, and Kyle Weatherman. And the Cup Series. Your winner from Kansas, Tyler Riddick. Second, Denny Hamlin. Third, Eric Jones. Fourth, Kyle Larson. Fifth, Joey Logano. Sixth, Chase Elliott. Seventh, Kyle Busch. Eighth, Chris Bell. Ninth, Brad Kozlowski, who was my pick. Tenth, Alex Bowman. The rest, Kevin Harvick, Ryan Blaney, Ross Chastain, Ty Gibbs, um, William Byron, Daniel Suarez, Eric Almarola, Ryan Priest, Chase Briscoe, Carson Oswart, Justin Haley, Corey LaJoy, Ricky Stiles Jr., Cole Custer, Todd Gilliland, Michael McDowell, Chris Boucher, Ty Dillon, Sheldon Creed, AJ Almendinger, Austin Sendrick, Bubba Wallace, Austin Dillon, JJ Yealy, Harrison Burton, and Martin Truex Jr., so Bristol's next weekend, so it's all night races. It's Trucks Thursday, Xfinity Friday, and Cup on Saturday. So we gotta remember to do um, NASCAR on Thursday's show. All right, soccer from the weekend. I will quickly do that. Loaded. Pittsburgh over Loudon 3 1. Charleston over San Diego 2 0. Detroit over Miami 2 1. Tampa over Louisville 2 1. Monterey Bay over Memphis 1 0. Tulsa Phoenix 0 0 draw. Colorado San Antonio 1 1 draw. Orange County El Paso 0 0 draw. Vegas over Oakland 3 1. And Hartford Rio Grande postpone. And then Sunday, Birmingham over New Mexico 1 0. And we really don't have notable soccer coming up until like the 15th which stinks because um, I love covering uh, international soccer on the show. Okay, Mass Singer, we forgot to do the season preview on the Friday podcast because of all the football and whatnot and Fox made the decision to premiere the season last night. Full disclosure, I did not watch the episode 
because of football conflicts. I will watch it at some point today. So we will recap the show on the Tuesday podcast. So I have no idea who got unmasked. So Madison's got to avoid social media for um, the next several hours. So um, I made a list of contestant predictions for season 10 of The Masked Singer. Um, I have... Um, it's funny. So 20 contestants, but it's 20 people. And some of these I have as groups or duos or trios or whatever. All right. So here we go. Without further ado, my contestant predictions for season 10. Taylor Armstrong, um, reality TV show star. Um, we know her from... The Real Housewives series, Beverly Hills, Girls Trap, Orange County. Um, George W. Bush, former president. Um, we haven't had a politician on in a while. Last one that was on was Rudy Giuliani, and that was very controversial. So I would understand if mass Singers shied away from a, a politician. But George Bush was... Um, is somebody that I think that would be more appreciated on the show than uh than Rudy was. Um next I have Courtney Cox. She is an actress. We know her from Friends. Billy Currington, country singer. Um he has a couple of really good songs including Good Directions, Must Be Doing Something Right, People Are Crazy. Let Me Down Easy, Pretty Good at Drinking Beer. A ton of good songs. I think that he'd be a good get on The Masked Singer. Rosario Dawson. She's an actress. We know her from several movies, Men in Black, um, Zookeeper. So there's the, the Ken connection there. Um... Lightning Thief, Death Proof. Um, she's done voiceovers in the past as well. Um, so that'd be a good one. Um, Jimmy Fallon, talk show host. Um, the writer strike's going on right now. So, um, That'd be the case against Jimmy Fallon, but you never know. Um, Michael B. Jordan. He's been guest on The Masked Singer so many times. He's an actor. We all know Michael B. Jordan. Here we go. Steve Martin. We've been waiting for Steve Martin to come on The Masked Singer. Um, I may have guessed him in a past season. If I did, forgive me because I try not to guess the same people all the time. But if a name comes up multiple times now... We've been trying to guess um, contestants for a long time now, so don't mind me uh, saying the same names multiple times. Um, Philip Phillips, singer and former winner of American Idol. Nobody really knows 
what he's up to. He has the song called Home. And Gone, Gone, Gone. Um, here's a good one. Jeff Probst, the host of Survivor. What does Jeff Probst do when he's not filming Survivor? Hmm. I'd love to see Probst on Mass Singer. That would be really, really funny. Um, Dennis Quaid, actor. Um, Dennis Quaid was guest last season for somebody. I forget who it was. Um, he was in Yours, Mine, and Ours. He was in a couple other good movies as well. And here I'm about to say my... I feel really good about this guest dot 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 of the season. Kelly Ripa. I'm like borderline convinced she's on the show this season because there's a couple times in the summer where she was absent from filming her show. They were not rerun shows. She was just outright absent and Mark Consuelos was having like Anderson Cooper and some other guests fill in her seat. What would Kelly be doing out of her show in the summer when they'd be filming? I mean, some would say she'd be filming her game show that she does in the summer called Generation Gap. That's also in California, just like The Masked Singer. So, um, I, well, I think Generation Gap is filmed out in California. So, why not? I feel pretty good about this one. And I think I feel pretty good about this one, too. Aaron Rodgers, New York football Jets quarterback. Um, the case for Aaron Rodgers is that, um, so obviously the season premiered tonight, and um, apparently the tease was it's the biggest unmasking in the history of the Masked Singer, and the fact that they're doing it on the football Sunday, you think that somebody related to football would be unmasked. So it would make sense that the biggest name to get moved this offseason and Aaron Rodgers would be the person unmasked on the masked singer. It'd be only fitting. So I'm gonna go with Aaron Rodgers. Martin Short. And I predict that Martin Short and Steve Martin are gonna be a double together. Just like um a couple of seasons ago we had the duo that we thought was potentially Martin and Short. And it ended up being um, the, uh, the comedians, um, uh, Penn and Teller. We thought that Penn and Teller were Steve Martin and Martin Short and Steve Buscemi, but it wasn't them. So I'm going to say that Short and Martin are a double. They're working together right now in that Netflix, not Netflix, a Hulu show with Meryl Streep and some other people. And maybe they potentially filmed Mass Singer in the summer, so you never know. Sister Sledge, the three sisters together in a uh, trio, some sort of costume, Debbie, Kim, and Kathy Sledge. So why not go with Sister Sledge? They're known for their big hit, We Are Family. Hope Solo, former U.S. women's national team soccer goalie. Um, 
if someone from USWNT would be on there, I think everybody would think it would be Megan Rapino or Abby Wambach talking about like past legends, but why not Hope Solo? I think she was underrated. She could be like the Chloe Kim of this season. Bonnie Tyler, 80s singer. We know her for singing um, I Need a Hero. And last but not least, Kim Wilde. She sings uh, Kids in America. She has her own version of Born to be Wild. So I threw a couple of 80s singers in there towards the end. And the one I feel the best about is Kelly Ripa because of her absence from her show from the summer. Made me very suspicious. I thought about throwing her in this prediction list um, two months ago when she was missing from her show. And then Rogers, I thought about the other day because um, they promoted the biggest unmasking and mass singer history. So I went with um, Aaron Rodgers because um, if he was on the mass singer, would he be the biggest get in the history of mass singer or would it still be Kermit the Frog? <laughs> I still think Kermit the Frog was the biggest get in the history of the Masked Singer. Although there are some good ones. I need to redo the uh, Masked Singer fame rankings. Maybe we'll do that um, after the 10th season and see if um, Kermit could be uh, unseated. All right, now we move on to news and notes. Um, I'm going to try to do this rather quickly. Um... So, um, Brian Dayball was very upset after the loss. Um, He says, no excuses, as he credits the Cowboys for doing everything better than we did. He's right. No excuses. I'm I'm happy that Dayball was just straight and not making excuses like a certain other New York coach looking right at you, Aaron Boone, who makes excuses every fucking day. Brian Dayball is speaking the freaking truth. He's the best. And he probably coached the worst game of his career um, last night. And he knows it. Um, we saw Darren Waller play despite the hamstring injury. Um, Emily Hooker played despite being ill. Graham Gano got a three-year extension. Um, did not live up to it, missing uh, two field goals. One of them was blocked. Um, Novak Djokovic um, rocked the T-shirt um, with Kobe Bryant on it, which was amazing. UFC 293, um, Sean Strickland defeated Israel. Adesanya by unanimous decision in the main event. So that was a pretty big upset. Another Yankee injury. Uh, Jason Dominguez, torn elbow ligament. He's going to get Tommy John surgery. So um, we will not see him for a good chunk of next year, it looks like. And that is a crushing loss for the Yankees for 2024. And it could change their offseason plans. Maybe... They'll be more motivated to sign Shoya Otani potentially this offseason then. Um, the Browns fear that Jack Conklin could be out for the year as he has a significant knee injury. That's brutal for the Browns. Speaking of bad injuries, um, J.K. Dobbins, turn ACL. He's out for the season. J.K. Dobbins, I think, might have played his last snap for the Baltimore Ravens. That guy can never stay freaking healthy. Everybody hypes him up to be this great special running back, but no, he's always hurt, and um, he's out for the year, and the Ravens seem like they don't miss a beat without him anyway. I feel bad for him, but it's just frustrating hearing somebody get so hyped only for them to get hurt year after year after year. That's J.K. Dobbins.
Mark Andrews didn't even play because of his quad injury. Um, Jalen Petre, Bruce is like against the Ravens, should be okay. Um, Jonathan Taylor to play week five. Um, he could already pass the uh, physical, but is not eligible to come off the PUP list yet. Um, Harold Landry came back against the Saints after missing last year with the 20CL. That was good for the Titans, even though they lost. Um, Ramondre Stevenson played despite being ill. Um, Kendra Miller did not play for the Saints. Adam Thielen suited up for Carolina. Cooper Cup did not play. He's on IR. Um, so, um, there's... Um, a chance that he might be out longer than four games um, because of the hamstring. Joe Burrow obviously started. He was bad. He's clearly not healthy. Um, so LeBron James is teasing a Team USA return. So it could be the last dance for the King in Paris next year. Chris Paul expected to start as he's likely to play in short spurts as a member of the Warriors starting five. So that's very interesting. Um, Boban Marjanovic back in the league. One-year deal with the Rockets. That's a nice signing for them. Um, Barca. Some Lamine Yamal made his Spain debut, becoming the youngest player in Spain's history. Um, Spain football president Luis Rubiales announces his resignation. Um... He's leaving the uh, RFEF and UEFA. Um, so that's a big deal. First team to clinch a playoff spot in 2023 in Major League Baseball. Of course, the Atlanta Braves, the best team in baseball. Um, after it was reported that Mel Tucker had been fired because of the uh, sexual harassment investigation, um, Michigan State actually suspended him because of it. Um, so it was a misreporting by Brett McMurphy about him being fired. And then uh, they actually suspended him. So bad job by Brett McMurphy. Wrong, wrong, wrong reporting. How about this? Wazoo and Oregon State file formal complaint against conference and commissioner George Klevelkoff as they take legal action. That's going to get ugly. Germany fires Hansi Flick after losing 4-1 to Japan nine months before hosting Euro next year. That's insane. Bruce Arena resigns as Revolution's head coach following the uh, league's investigation into insensitive and inappropriate remarks. So Bruce Arena's obviously in trouble. Um, how about this? Roger Clemens calls out George Kirby about his comments about pitching late in game. Hmm. How about this? Um, talks over between the Packers and the Colts as the Colts wanted Christian Watson for Jonathan Taylor. That's ridiculous. The Colts are just imagining getting big prizes for a position that's not valuable anymore. We talked about this the other day. Like, they... As for Jalen freaking Waddle, they're out of their freaking minds. Um, the Bengals and T Higgins, uh, cannot reach an extension before the season opener. Same for the Vikings with, 
Justin Jefferson. Aaron Rodgers says that he could play until 45 as he's following in Brady's footsteps as a possibility. Interesting. No extension for Mike Evans um, as I think he's going to potentially be traded, although they're 1-0. You never know. Um, The game between the Lions and the Chiefs on Thursday night was the most watched show since the Super Bowl. Um, So that was uh, pretty funny. That uh, the most watched shows in Super Bowl 57, obviously, Super Bowl 57 was the Super Bowl we just had. Um, former wide receiver Mike Williams off of life support as he remains responsive after complications from construction accidents. That is good news that he's off of life support and he's responsive. Um Obviously, the Yankees had old-timers day on Saturday. Um, they were allowed for Derek Jeter. And then Derek Jeter is obviously tweeting pictures with his ex-teammates. Uh, bad news for the Yankees. Luis Severino out for the year with a high-grade left oblique strain. He's probably pitched his last pitch for the Yankees. He's going to either not be in the league next year or not be on the Yankees. He'll probably be on, like, Oakland or some bad team trying to rebuild his value for a trade on a one-year deal. That would be my guess for him next year. Walker Buehler not pitching this year as he recovers from Tommy John. That's not a surprise. Um, Mookie Betts um, did not play against the Nationals. Um, He's to return um, today after tests came back negative. Aaron Judge defends Aaron Boone. He says he's the guy as he wants his manager back. Um, what are you supposed to say if you're Aaron Judge? What are you supposed to say? He was put in a bad spot. I can't blame him for saying that because he would have gotten destroyed had, um, or at least by the media, he would have been destroyed if he ripped Boone, and the fans would have loved it. The Nationals had a statement on the Strasburg thing as he, after canceling his retirement press conference, the owner says they... Look forward to seeing Strasburg at spring training. <laughs> oh my god, that's pathetic. Um, the Rockies extend Herman Marquez here's twenty million. Um, nice extension for him. Shohei Otani's priority is winning, as the potential to win championships matters more to Otani than his preference to be on the West Coast. He has two preferences, right, in California with the Los Angeles Dodgers. And it's clear that the Dodgers want him. The Seattle Storm extends Will Lloyd to your extension, including a Supermax in year one. So that's good for the Storm to extend their star player. Luka's leg injury, not okay. As Doncic said, he'll play through the pain no matter what. Um, Steve Kerr says it's not 1992 anymore. As he says, the world has caught up since the Dream Team days. He's right. I said that to him earlier. Steve Kerr's telling the truth. Good for him. And I was like that about Steve Kerr. He was always realistic. I mean, there would be some times where he would be a little bit like how Aaron Boone is with the Yankees about, like, the fake optimism. Like, I saw that out of Steve Kerr a few times, especially in that year they tanked. But it was an unintentional tank as that was the year Curry got hurt and then COVID happened. But outside of that year, I feel like Steve's always been an honest guy. Um, so Nikola Jovich, um, was trolling 
Dylan Brooks the other day after uh, Serbia upset Canada. There's some drama with the with um, Jamar Chase and Miles Garrett as Jamar Chase um, shades the Browns a little bit, and then Miles Garrett said that Jamar Chase went too far as he jokes around says that he may speak to Chase before the game after what Chase said about the Elves. And then obviously, he looked really, really bad for saying that, Jamar Chase. And then Randy Gregory roasts Mark Davis as he was asked why he hates the Raiders. Yikes. And then they go and lose to the Raiders. Last but not least, my best bet of the day brought to you by FanDuel. Um, so, interesting. Um... In terms of where I could go. I'm leading baseball. Um, I'm going to do a quarter unit. Um, because the football picks went 0-5. Including the money line. So 0-6. And six. and if a college made up for it a little bit. 4-1 but the money line lost. Um, so for best bet. I have a couple in mind. Um, But I'm going to go with a team that I think needs to bounce back after a disappointing weekend. And they're a team that right now is in the mix for the wild card in the National League. They're two games up on the team they just lost to, which is good. But the weird thing is that they're only two back of the Phillies. Yes, that's the Chicago Cubs. I'm going to lay the one and a half with the Cubs on the run line against the Rockies. I just don't trust the Rockies. So, I'm going to lay a quarter unit on Cubs minus one and a half at minus 113 at Colorado for my best bet of the day. Okay, that's it for the show. I'll be back tomorrow recapping everything, looking ahead to everything tomorrow. Um, portfolio, I have a couple of very interesting thoughts and ideas for portfolio tomorrow. And it has to be NFL-related because sometimes the best value you can get in the season is getting a number on a team that lost in week one or in the previous week, banking on a turnaround. Find out who that could potentially be on tomorrow's podcast. Hope you guys have a great day, everybody.